2, The Power of More from Brockmeier and Zalo. Innovation Thinking. Today's episode is about World Leaders Summit in 2022. Before we get our guest into the conversation, I would like to introduce the co-host of the podcast, Mr. Dieter Brockmeier, the innovation expert at the Diplomatic World Institute. Hi, Dieter. How are you? Well, always uh, a pleasure and always answering the same thing to this uh, stupid question, but um, it's an absolute pleasure to have uh, Arijit here this time. Uh, I was introduced to him last year and he's a very highly energetic entrepreneur and really one of the pioneers on the forefront, not only of uh, uh, Indian society or in the Indian business. So uh, very happy to have him here today. Uh, today. Yeah, now to our special guest, Arijit Bhattacharya. He is a serial entrepreneur, an angel investor, a public speaker, a business matchmaking expert, and a government advisor. Additionally, he's a virtual reality specialist, an AI expert, and blockchain and crypto specialist. Startups are his thing. Arijit, the first question. You are a serial entrepreneur. Please give us an overview about the companies you founded so far. I'm really happy and blessed to be here in this podcast, uh, to be very, very honest. Uh, so talking about the companies that we have uh, founded, I would rather say that we have founded rather than I have started. Well, the first company that I have started, which was actually a solo startup, uh, it was in 1998. The company is called Virtual Infocom. So in 98, I started India's one of the first game development uh, company, eventually which became uh, uh, probably a company which deals with blockchain, crypto, a lot many artificial intelligence based solution provider, along with virtual reality solutions and augmented reality. Few bit of work that we have done so far so good is on IoT space as well. And uh, the second one that we started together is uh, a platform which is basically for models, actor and actress. And the sole reason we started Glam World Face as a platform because in Virtual Infocom, in 2007 onwards, we started taking real actor models and actresses and started converting them into a 3D digital character as an avatar. In today's time, we call them as digital human. And we started placing them into our own universe, which is our own game universe. And... Uh, Interesting fact, we started, uh, or rather we created India's first RPG game based on epic story called Ashokama the Immortal. And we took lots many color to artists, which is probably the starting point of martial art in the entire history of the martial art world. So what happened? All these actors, all these models who were fresher, we started recruiting, they came back to us say that we became popular in the gaming world, but can you help us to get more and more job, probably in the media industry? So we felt that need, and I co-founded with another guy, um, and we started giving work to the local actor, actress, models. We started taking them as a, as a nurturing element and then giving them good number of works in ad industries and movie industries. The third one that we started... Uh, or rather I would say I invested, is called co uh, cosplayseller.com, which is India's 
first cosplay selling e-commerce portal. Uh, the next company that we co-founded is uh, I Am Superhero, an interesting concept where I felt there is a need that kids in today's time, uh, we don't encourage them to become artists, specifically into the comics world. If you look back to our childhood, we always have a fascination of becoming a superhero as a kid. And there are a lot many kids who wanted to create their own superhero characters. So we created a platform for all these kids. And the website URL is imsuperhero.com, where any kid can draw and create a structure of their own unique superhero. And if we like it, we usually take that character and implement that into our own game and give the credit to the kid along with, of course, the money that we generate to the kid himself or herself. It encourages them to do more in life. The next company that we created is the platform that we called as World Leader Summit. So World Leader Summit is a platform where the objective is to bring lot many people into the platform who are change makers, disruptors, of course, politicians, bureaucrats, entrepreneurs, artists. Uh, we have lot many different vertical of ventures where they come, they share their thought, and then eventually we try to give them a platform to network, communicate, and grow their ventures. While doing that, we started our own accelerator called Co-Innovate Ventures, along with my another partner who is in Australia. So we started this acceleration platform for mainly the startups. Uh, the reason is I have been doing mentoring to the startup for last, I forgot, maybe more than 16 years and started uh, helping them because I felt that's giving back to the community. With that Jill, with that passion, we created a very small amount of syndicate of uh, angels. That's what we call as our own fund and our own accelerator, which is always there to help and grow the startups. The URL is www.coinnovateventures.com. So I probably invested in more than 40 plus uh, ventures till date, but I feel that I will skip uh, all those elements. Uh, I'm, I'm easily Googleable, so you can put my name in Google. There is a website that you get called arijitvatacharya.com. Just click on my investment page. You can find the number of companies that I have invested so far so good. So we'll be more than happy to share more. Okay, uh, you already mentioned the World Leader Summit, but I think it's a fascinating uh, venture in itself uh, because it's bringing pe uh, people together and it's bringing, well, leaders and op opinion leaders and innovators together. So tell us a little bit more about uh, this platform. I think the next one is going to be in December. Uh, what have you done so far? What is uh, what have you have? Do you, did you already accomplish? And yeah, where are you heading with this platform? Thanks, uh, my friend, uh, for asking this question. You know, it actually started when uh, we floated um, basically a startup company called Entrepreneur Phase. So in Entrepreneur Phase, the platform was created for mentoring and guiding the startups. And while taking lot many mentors and startups in the platform, during the COVID time, just COVID, before the COVID hit us, we felt that there is a big need so that we can bring lot many more people in and across the world to come together and share their concept of giving back and handshaking with other companies 
partner with them, sometimes invest as an angel, sometimes grow as a network. And that actually happened in 2019 when we started World Leader Summit for the first time virtually. In the first year, we had 90 plus countries speakers and the number was approximate 125 speakers who spoke for 10 continuous days. Next year, we did that uh, in 2020 with approximate same similar kind of number. And last year, the footfall was around 15,000, which is a good number of audience that actually came, interacted with 146 speakers from around 95 plus countries. And this year, our expectation is touching 100 countries. Uh, I wish we will uh, cross probably 150 speakers this time, this year, which is more relevant. And the way we are doing it, earlier it was like a kind of uh, individual solo speech, but this time we are more concentrating on parallel discussions and more on networking where any person who is an attendee, they will have a leverage of sharing their own need in front of the panel, what they need and how they feel that they can probably handshake with others. So this is a kind of B2B matchmaking that we intend to do in December 2022. And the dates that we have uh, defined for World Leader Summit, December 2022 is 2nd to 7th of December, which will happen virtually. And in between we did uh, a Dubai Roundtable, Dubai Investor Roundtable in the, in the month of March with 10 startups and 10 different uh, investors from various different parts of the world who actually came and they interacted with the startups. A couple of people got a very soft level of commitment to grow their venture. And if you ask about World Leader Summit, we have uh, various different verticals in WLS ecosystem. We call it as ecosystem because it is ecosystem. So we have mentoring as a vertical, we have networking as a vertical, we have education for the startups who really want to start their venture. And then we have funding as another pillar where Coinnovate Venture comes as a funding partner. A couple of other venture partners are there like Wise and a couple of others as a funding partner. Then we have B2B and B2G. We have incubation support with few bit of universities that we are collaborated with. We have technology as a vertical where we usually teach very traditional businesses to grow their business with the help of technology and then uplift themselves, scale up themselves. And last but not the least, we have women empowerment as one of the strongest vertical. An interesting fact that my, my, my biggest uh, kudos to our ambassadors. In World Leader Summit, we have lots many different ambassadors who actually took the responsibility to bring the ecosystem together. And they are probably the strongest part and strongest pillar in our committee as a committee member. So this year, we have discussion topics like AI and data, education, edtech, investment and venture capital, women entrepreneurship, fashion and lifestyle, incubation co-working, social impact, blockchain and crypto, NFT and metaverse, game development and virtual reality and so on and so forth. So we'll be having approximately 25 different kind of topic wherein people from various different parts of the world will come and speak. I forgot to mention real estate is another 
strongest vertical where we will be, we already got a couple of panel members, but we'll be getting more and more real estate builders who will share about their experience and what they're looking for, probably a land or probably IoT solution companies where they can probably handshake with them and then grow their businesses together. So this is in a nutshell, uh, is going to happen in December 2022 in World Summit. Where are the real estate projects actually taking place? Is it India or is it globally? No, 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 it's global. It's global. Like we have players from Mexico. We have people from US. At the moment, we got only two players from China as well as one player from UK. Can you give us a, a few examples about the, the status of the real estate projects? What are they? Hotels, uh, companies, commercial? Sure, sure. So I don't have the complete details, but yeah, if you ask me in Dubai, for an example, there are a real estate project that is happening, which is basically for uh, hotels and commercial places. If I go back to the Europe, there are places which is being built for residential purpose. In Mexico, there is a commercial places that is being done. So these people are already on board who are uh, keen to share their amazing projects. An interesting fact, we created a platform for all these people called Property Planeter. So anyone can hop into the platform, check the pricing, check the entire structure with video and uh, pictures. If they like, they can definitely directly get in touch with the builders. Excellent. And just a second question about the, the topic woman empowerment you mentioned. What are the hot topics in 2022 when it comes to woman empowerment? One of the, one of the beautiful uh, things that we are doing this time, instead of only talking, we are intending to give a platform to the girls who can learn the real in-depth technology so that they can become coders, they can become animators, they can become graphic designers, They can sometimes become a data scientist so that the real empowerment can happen. That's number one. Number two, we are teaching that's actually happening right now in India. We are teaching girls how to do handicraft works. So there are a lot many places in villages. Uh, women are not educated in that way. You know, they don't have the traditional education. But what we are doing, they are good in their own handicraft works. We are upgrading and updating their handicraft works so that these products can be a product in the market which we can sell. And we are building a platform for all these uh, artisans called artandcraft.com wherein right now if you hop in, you will find six different country people already enlisted their arts. So anybody can go there and choose if you feel that you want to help few bit of women. You can buy it and the entire money, this is a, one of the non-profit uh, uh, structure that we run. The entire money goes to these village women. We don't charge anything in between. We are totally good and cool to do it on a philanthropical basis. Yeah. Additionally, you mentioned that the metaverse is a big driver of your conference, uh, at least topic-wise. Please, let us talk about the virtual and augmented reality. You developed a business case around virtual world and games. Please tell us more about that. This is close to my heart. Thank you for bringing this topic. Okay, so um, when I started Virtual Infocom, the concept was to bring out the old epic and mythology and the science behind all those epical stories. 
There is a science behind all those stories. So what we did, we digged into the past, we find out all those sculptures, not from the books. I'm talking about the sculptures and real wise people who are old people. We gathered all those storylines and tweaked a little bit so that today's generation can understand it. And we started creating our own universe-based superheroes. Why superheroes? Because that connects kids. That connects till date, lot many adults. And the interesting fact that we did, we started taking real people and started converting them into a 3D superhero. So what happened eventually? That process started long back, around uh, 10, 12 years back. But now, if you look at the industry, the virtual reality world evolved like anything. So around five, seven years back, we collaborated with lot many VR manufacturing device companies. And we started building solution for them as a storyteller, as a VR movie creator, as a VR content provider, as a VR game provider. So these storylines are getting popular day in and day out. And eventually we felt, why don't we come up with characterization with encryption? And while we are thinking of it, and well, we entered into the blockchain world, we felt there is a need if we can probably protect it with few bit of characterization. And guess what happened? All of a sudden, metaverse happened. So we entered into that ecosystem and we started creating 3D world out of it where a person can log in. The portal is igamepublisher.com, uh, but it's not ready yet. It will be done in next uh, two months where anybody can log in as their own avatar, choose their own superhero, and live a life of a superhero into that universe itself. So that's the kind of project that we are doing, and we have already done lot many projects on uh, oil and rigging industry, on virtual reality. We did a few bit of projects in banking on blockchain. We built a couple of wallets on crypto, and all these are connected, interconnected in metaverse. Because if you log into a metaverse, you have to have a digital currency so that you can uh, you can buy products, you can sell it, you can put it for auction, you can do the trading. So these things we are probably in, and I'm really, really blessed to have all those team members who are working worldwide in Virtual Infocom, in Co-Edive Adventures, in World Leader Summit, in all those ventures that we have floated so far, um, I'm just a catalyst, my friends. I'm just a person with vision who can give coding expertise of his own. So forgot to mention I'm a self-learned coder and a self-learned animator. So the way I started with this kind of concept and whenever we recruit, we actually don't recruit because of their degrees. We recruit because of their mindset and the kind of humbleness that they have. And believe me or not, this has been a proven factor for the last two decades. Till date, these people are probably the pillars. I can go on with names like Marco, uh, like Gazarela, like uh, uh, Nina, like Ragni. These are the people who are actually the pillar of all these kind of things that's happening worldwide. I'm really, really blessed that they're there with our company.
Well, when we're talking about the metaverse, I think I still see a lot of limits to the metaverse. When you try moving, actually moving there, you hurt yourself instantly. Uh, you, you can't uh, drink a coffee in the meta metaverse. So I think there still are a lot of limits uh, uh, in this. So uh, will, we able, uh, will we be able to overcome that? Or, uh, and how long will it take? Or will we have to live with this limit? And what will this limit mean to the, the metaverse communities? Brilliant question, Data. Uh, to be very honest, these limits can be overcome. But the only challenge is, if you really want to have probably... Um, see, at the moment in metaverse, you are just watching and listening. So our two main elements are being used. But for such experience like sipping a cup of coffee or probably having an experience of smelling something or getting hot needs an acupressure point connectivity with the mainframe server. That can be only done if your point is connected with the device and that device is connected with the cloud system. But till date, I personally feel internet don't have that much amount of speed to give you that experience within a fraction of seconds or milliseconds. So it might happen in near future. I know a few bit of scientists uh, in Asia who have been developing such kind of solution. The main challenge all of us are facing is uh, the connectivity and uh, the pricing factor. As you know, uh, if you develop such kind of devices, initial days, the pricing is really, really high. So adopting such kind of devices will take a little bit of time. So if you look at today's smartwatch, what smartwatch do, it can actually calculate your pulse rate, right? So when you are calculating your pulse, definitely it can give a different effect to your body to understand the effect of probably a hit. Say if you hit me in my nose, I will not feel that in Metaverse now. But if my nervous system is connected with that, this can be done. But till date, I feel probably it will take some time to achieve that goal um, for mass um, implementation. But on research level, Probably this can be done and achieved. And uh, probably I know two, three guys who are working on the same. But you're right. It will take some time. Um, actually, Arijit, I would like to ask you, what would you think about a conference that takes place entirely in the metaverse and discusses all the important financial and real issues we have in life? This is a brilliant idea and uh, frankly speaking, people can handshake, they can interact and in such kind of environment, if I'm not wrong, uh, a person's avatar can have a pop-up on their head which will define who they are and what they are looking for. So instead of asking in the real life who they are, I mean, just imagine a normal conference. You are unknown to some person, you are handshaking and then you exchange a card, then you get to know the person. But in Metaverse, it can be done faster. So that pop-up window can say, this is the guy and this is the person who is looking for XYZ kind of structure. So you are sure that you are meeting the right kind of person. This is just one example. But yes, holding a conference completely on Metaverse can yield better result for sure. 
the one small challenge because we have people from various different parts of the world, believe me or not, streaming video is a challenge in a couple of countries, mainly in African region. So probably Metaverse, if we run it, probably a few bit of places will miss that. And holding such kind of crowd in Metaverse will take a lot of lot of money to host it on a cloud sharing platform. That's the um, only thing. Absolutely. The economic question of bandwidth, connection, and equal opportunity is immense in the world of metaverse as well. Actually, you mentioned it before, but I think one important factor to be interactive in the metaverse is a sort of a payment. So we need a digital currency. I call it a digital currency. Others call it a blockchain a Bitcoin or whatever crypto assets you like to use. What do you think about the development of a digital currency in the metaverse? Well, totally agree. And I will go with that term called digital currency. Even I was actually complete believer of digital currency rather than saying it as Bitcoin or crypto because digital currency can be hedged with real life objects. But sometimes a new coin is not hedged. So there is a challenge. But the future is this. So anyone who have created a digital currency, maybe a soft wallet, if they have a proper project in real life, uh, or sometimes the hedging already is there, they have already established themselves. So those kind of structures can be very well trusted and Anybody can probably trust on that trusted network. But in this world, as you know, because this is new, there are a lot many rules and regulations and structures which needed to be probably cross-checked before you invest money into digital currency um, as an as a, as a investor. So that's the only thing. I'll rest of the part, this is the future and it's going to stay and it's going to rock. Fantastic. Before we come to India and get Dieter back on the question list, let me invite you to our next conference, which will take place 100% in the metaverse. I hope you will be our guest. I am sure. I love to. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yes, um, Christian already mentioned that we are now going should talk about India, and I think that it's really important because uh, there right now there is a lot of initiative coming out of, of, of India and a lot of trying to uh, bring together the global innovation uh, community. Uh, what makes India such a special place? What makes it so uh, so active to become that that active and that visible globally? Super. So, uh, as you know, India already declared that we have 100 plus unicorns from India. And uh, our motherland, Bharat, I call it as Bharat because India is actually a given name. But the Indian ecosystem at the moment is thriving with various different kind of innovation. Uh, let me give you a few bit of verticals. Definitely on VR, AR and gaming. Second one is on solution on health tech and healthcare. Third one is on food and food technology. The fourth one is on alternative power. Uh, it can be solar, it can be wind, but Indian startups are working very, very fast and rigorously. 
Then we have another vertical, which is into 3D printing. Uh, we call it as Industry 4.0. So entire Industry 4.0 vertical is thriving with lot many innovative solutions. And I would love to mention one another aspect of Indian startups. We are watching as an industry veteran, probably a lot of Indian startups who are coming up with social impact projects. And these guys are passionate enough to run it, even though they are not making money. So those guys are really doing well. Last but not the least, agriculture, as you know, is one of the strong points of India. So lot many startups, they are coming up with organic food, chemical-free food, and implementations of IoT into agriculture. So these are the few bit of basic Indian startup who are actually doing really, really well. And uh, uh, believe me or not, well, personally, I have sent a lot many startups out of India to scale up their venture, connected them with uh, various different investors, which is not in our investors' criteria. So like in our accelerator, in our fund, we have specific things which we will be investing on a vertical basis. If we see there is a possibility, uh, I don't I don't actually block that. So I usually tell that, okay, fine, this is the fund or this is the individual angel probably you should look for. And I always do a mail intro or probably write them in social network so that they can grow. So I feel that just like you and my new friend, we are trying to create more and more ecosystem. I think as a human being, our responsibility is to create the ecosystem and grow the ecosystem so that the entire human race can grow together. Arijit, what is the what is the upcoming future of India tech-wise um, for the next, let's say, couple of two or three years? Well, we are trying to uh, build a system. So if you look at the Indian startups, we are very good in software. But because of a few bit of country laws and a couple of probably non-encouragement, Uh, we couldn't do hardware manufacturing. But now, in next two to three years, the focus is to create innovative hardware out of India. It can be anything. It can be a very simple product as well. But our government and our people and our entrepreneurs are up to it and doing it uh, with passion and love. In this regard, if you allow me, I would love to mention one group of people They are based out of eastern part of India. They have started manufacturing probably 15, 16 years back. Couldn't sustain that way. But now they have revamped their business and they already started their manufacturing units as a factory. Sometimes I feel that maybe because India is vast, maybe we need a lot of marketing. We need to understand how to position our manufacturing units into the world so that the world knows that these things are happening in India. Dieter? Yeah, I think uh, this was a very nice final remark. Uh, we need to think, uh, make people aware of uh, where innovation is happening and uh, India definitely is one of the hotspots right now. And uh, yeah, I, thank you for, ta uh, for giving us your time and it, I th it was really great insight. Thank you, Dieter, for these closing words. We were talking to Arijit Batajaria, who is a serial entrepreneur, 
Join his World Leader Summit in December 2022 and be influenced by virtual realities, real estate, woman empowerment, sustainability and other very important topics. Thank you for listening and thank you for this interesting talk, Arijit. My pleasure. Two, the power of more. From Brockmeier and Salo. Innovation thinking.